Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Welcome in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Big Lou and Clayton the Claw. And, uh, you know, guys, I hear. I hear what the song's saying. And, and there's a lot of broken hearts and a lot of disappointed people um, in this area right now as the Tennessee Vols went down last night to the Florida Atlantic University Owls uh, by the tune of 62 to 55. And, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about it yesterday and we've talked a little bit about it leading up to these, up to March Madness and through the first week. Tennessee needed to find some scoring uh in order to stay competitive as the tournament moved along. And averaging, you know, great, great defense will only take you so far, but you have to score as a team too. Don't you agree that you've got to be able to put points on the board? Yeah. If you watch the first game uh, of the night, which was Kansas, which was a fantastic game, Kansas State beat Michigan State in overtime. That was awesome. And – the reason Kansas State won that ball game was because of uh, Marquise Noel. Yeah. I mean, he set a tournament record, I think, 19 assists. Yep, 19. And he was the reason Kansas State won, even with and it. And the reason I'm saying that is, is because Tennessee lost their Marquise Noel point guard to a torn ACL, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Zakai Ziegler. And and Vescovi is a is a is a, you know is a fine player, but he's not the point guard and the piston that makes Tennessee offense run like Zakai Ziegler is. He's not the ball handler. I mean, that's, that's right. I mean, he's a, shoot, he's a great shooter. He facilitated. He's a great shooter uh, as far as uh, you know scoring points and everything. But you know he it's tough for him to also run the offense. And get open, position himself for uh, – he's a shooting guard is what he is. Yeah. And um, and Tennessee ran out of gas. Their offense sputtered. Uh, they – even when even when Florida Atlantic in the first half, was, they were sputtering offensively too. Tennessee did not build a big enough lead. They couldn't take advantage of it. That's they right. Could, they built it up to And nine. only led at halftime – only led at halftime 22, uh, 27-22. And, uh, you know, I was looking at the score thinking, well, you know, Tennessee's got this. They've got them at 22 points at halftime. They're going to keep them in the uh, low 50s points-wise. You know, Tennessee's got this. And they just could not 
stretch it out. And uh, I tell you what, FAU went to the boards in the second half. They did. They dominated the they boards. Did, they, they, they abandoned their outside shooting like they were doing terribly at in the first half. And they went to the boards and got a lot of their scoring from inside, even though they were extremely outsized by the Tennessee big men, I thought, just by looking at them and, you know. Um, Still a lot of controversy about Tennessee's physical play even after that loss. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know what 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 Euros Plasovic was. You know, we just and folks, we we just reviewed the video on it before we came on the show, and and of course, Clayton and I thought, you know, I, I thought the guy looking at it from the angle that we looked at it. I mean, uh, he got a flagrant one on that. That was not not called. called. That, he got a flagrant that one on out, where he on, didn't even on, touch the guy. That was on an elbow, allegedly. That happened during okay. a transition play where FAU hit a three and the officials were looking at the ball, didn't see that. Okay. That that and was then, that, but, but then right after that they there was a there was a tangle up between Golden and uh Plasevich. Right. And they kind of swung around. And I didn't think a whole lot I didn't came from that. But maybe that was a makeup call Could for what they what they probably missed when Plasovich just came over and just basically belted the guy. Uh, you know, had they seen that right at that time, I think he'd have been thrown out of the game. I mean, I, you know. that It was a wicked – it looked from that angle, it looked wicked. I mean, the, I mean, the guy's I, neck just – I mean, as his whole body just gets. As an official, if I'd have seen that, what I saw on video, um, in a high school game, and you know, college pros, you know, are different, and they're different. They're they're officiated differently at different levels. That would have started but, a fist fight in a pro game. Okay, and but, and I, I I think you're right. But I in a high school game, if that goes down, uh, we've got an intentional flagrant, and he's ejected. And a two-game suspension. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Yeah, no. And, and you know, there, there's no reason to do that. I, I don't know. The Golden was a seven-foot seven Russian, too. Is, is he? Is he he's Russian, right? And yes. Posovich is Serbian, did you say, Lou? Yep. Uh, these, the Eastern Bloc guys, I guess they're, you know, their, their style of play. And I, I don't know. Um, you know, Rick Barnes. Put him to the bench once they once they called the flagrant one on the second contact, which didn't look a lot, didn't look very much to me. But I do think it was a makeup call for the prior, mm-hmm. and they and the even the video on TV they had to kind of go back, they had to go back in play to find that play and pull it out of the video and show everybody what happened then and then what happened when they put the flagrant one on him, which you know were two totally different plays, right? And two totally different physicalities as far as Plasovich went. But, uh, you know. Uh, and, you know. It, lo- it definitely looked like he was looking for him as he was running up the floor. Like he was waiting on him to come up as he went. Like he almost like he lunged into him. Right. Um, well, Florida Atlantic's magical season uh, will be keep moving on to the Elite Eight. Uh, and. You know, Florida Atlantic had never played in an NCAA tournament in program history. Uh, the dates back to 1994 in Division One, and now they've won three ball games in a week. 
I mean, that's, you know, it's pretty impressive stuff as they move into as a number nine seed, and they won last night over a number four seed, which is what the Vols were. Um, you know, I I don't know what to tell you. I, I know Vol fans are disappointed, and, and we're going to be – Clayton, you know I'd be very disappointed tonight if Alabama loses. Absolutely. Uh, we, you know, we expect Alabama to win this ball game. They're favored by seven and a half points. Um, they're playing San Diego State University, who's got a fine team. Both of them have terrific defenses. Uh, Alabama has a much, I think, a much better offense than San Diego State does. But we, we'd be very disappointed, just like Tennessee fans are, if Alabama got beat. Um, but I'm just telling you what. I, you know, Tennessee and the University of Tennessee is paying Rick Barnes a, a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Rick, Rick Barnes either needs to retire or he needs to hire he needs to hire some new fresh assistant coaches. I don't know. Something needs to be something needs to be shaken up within the Tennessee Rick Barnes program in at Tennessee. Haven't been past the sweet sixteen. There were one in his tenure is eight years. They're one and eight all time in Sweet Sixteens. You know, and you're talking about Tennessee, Tennessee. with not is that that's, is that that's, that's, oh, that's overall their history. Okay, one and eight. I mean, you've got you've got Tennessee. I don't know how much he's getting paid five six million dollars a year, something like that. I don't I don't know. I think it was, was it eight, Lou. Eight. I'm about to look it up. All right. I mean, it's but you know whatever it it's is, a lot of money. It, it's too damn much. And you, you Tennessee fans get mad at me. I Drake, you don't know what you're talking about. You're Alabama fan. Look what Nick Saban's getting paid. Well, Nick Saban has, I don't know, six, what six national titles, six national titles under his belt, five and a half million. You know, Nick Saban's got to the finals. Nick Saban's won multiple SEC championships. Nick Saban's done a lot of things that Rick Barnes wish wishes he could do, but he has not. You know, he couldn't do it at Texas, and he had and he had KD. And Lamar- Kevin Durant and Lamarcus Aldridge, you know. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And he couldn't do anything with them. So, you know, Tennessee fans, you know, read the writing on the wall and demand better. You know, don't settle. Don't settle for, you know, for this. What 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 went on last night? Don't settle for fifty five points. I know Zakai Ziggler's hurt. You know, I get it. But you know, just demand better from your from your athletic program and your department, especially when you're paying how much. Five and a half million. Five and a half million dollars a year to coach a damn basketball team, and then you put and you you know you're you're putting fifty five points on the board and losing to a number nine seed mid major Florida Atlantic Conference USA. And M- uh, didn't Blue didn't MTSU have a chance to beat them in their conference tournament? I think I think FAU beat them by three points, sixty five sixty eight. I think and that put them out of the you know conference USA tournament. And you need to quit worrying about muscling and drawing people into the mud and, and all that type of stupid talk. You need to go out there, play good, solid defense and good, solid offense, and win a ball game. Not, and and, and quit talking other. about – quit telling – quit running your mouth about how they don't play in the SEC and all this type of stuff because you're just embarrassing yourself. In the, in the end, in, in the long run, you're just embarrassing – Yourself as a program, when you when you allow when you run your mouth and you allow your players to run their mouths about stuff like that, and then you go out and get your butts beat by an opponent that you should beat. 
I do think the comments from the coach at uh, FAU to the media caught the attention uh, caught the attention of the officials. I really do. Like like I said yesterday, I, you talking about the rugby? You talking yeah, about the rugby? Yeah, or the I, Australian I, rules I, rugby when they're two different things. But Australian rules football yeah, rugby mm-hmm. comment? Yeah, I do. I, I think it was effective in a in, in a positive way for FAU. I, I, oh yeah, it worked. I, it worked. I think it worked. Well, and and I think. And I think up until that point, I think Tennessee, the officiating in the prior games for Tennessee were allowed those two games. Tennessee was allowed to get away with a lot of physical stuff that that probably officials, when they look back on those games and review those tapes, probably a lot of stuff should have been called. So they were probably a little bit more on point as far as physical they were play. Paying, paying more attention. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay, we're moving up to our first break here. Is that correct, Clayton? Yeah, we got about one minute. Okay. Uh, when we get back, we're going to talk about today's games. It started – what time's that crank up? About 5.30? 5.30 as uh, – this is only going to be a 30-minute broadcast today. Yeah, we're only going 30 minutes today, so we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back with a full segment on the back side of this. Um, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm in the studio with Clayton the Claw and Big Lou, and uh, we're going to be back in a couple of minutes – So just hang tight. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and I am joined in the studio by Big Lou, with by Big Lou, with Big Lou, and Clayton the Claw Harris on the boards. And fellas, tonight we've got four more games to go to figure out who is going to be filling the other side, other four teams of the Elite Eight. Um. Last night, if you weren't aware of it, FAU defeated the Vols. And they will end up playing Kansas State as Kansas State and Michigan State played an overtime game, which was a terrific, terrific ball game. Um, and then in the Western region, UConn just smoked Arkansas. wasn't even, wasn't even right out of the, right out of the gate, man. right from Jump Street. I mean, it was over. Um, With John Daly in, in attendance, there you That's go. Sad. They, they disappointed him. <laughs> That was absolutely they did, and John probably had had a chunk of money on him, so he was he was double he was double disappointed. Now that's one reason why I rarely bet on my favorite team because I I hate to get the double bubble burst with paying out money to the books and my team losing. So, uh, like I said, UConn uh, smoked Arkansas and Gonzaga. 
hung in there and beat UCLA in an incredible game too. Did you see the did you see the three pointer at the end? The dude's foot was on the S of March Madness in the middle of the floor, the decal and That was a deep one. I mean, I thought they were gonna go I thought they were gonna go inside. I, I did too. And then they said they practiced that play all the time and the and the guard just came up, kind of cut in front of him and and kind of almost handed it, it, handed it off like a football handoff. Just kind of just a very short little pitch pass. And the dude just caught it, launched it, bottom, and it was over. Yeah. Um, you know. So, anyway, uh, congratulations to those four teams, UConn, Gonzaga, Kansas State, and FAU. And tonight we're going to figure out who's going who's gonna to fill in those the Midwest regions and the South region. Uh, and the first game is SDSU, San Diego State versus Alabama. But we're going to move ahead a little bit uh, because the Alabama broadcast follows this broadcast today. At 4.30. So At 4.30. In about nine minutes. Right. So we're going to flip it over. It'll, it, it, this broadcast, this short uh, radio hour, is really a half hour sports show, will end and the Alabama broadcast will start. And then in an hour – from when the Alabama broadcast starts, the game starts against San Diego State. Yeah, the game's going to start in about an hour and nine minutes. We'll have tip-off. There you go. Um, Miami of Florida, the number five seed, is playing Houston, uh, and Houston is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Mm. Now, Yahoo Sports likes – I'm going to tell you, they, they uh, like Miami and the points right there. Interesting. Um now, the Cougars, think about this. The Cougars are just two wins away from playing in Houston. I know. That'd be big. Yeah. I mean, you know, City of Houston, you get to play not, in your home. They may not like that because not many hotels will be filled up if another team was in, but yeah. I mean, that's that's going to be – that would be awesome if you were a, a Houston Cougar to play in your home city uh, in the Final Four. That game starts at 615 <laughs> Uh, 45 minutes after the Alabama-San Diego State game tips off. And like I said, Yahoo Sports, the handicapper for them, likes the points. He likes the underdog there, plus seven and a half. Uh, following that game at 8 o'clock, the Princeton number 15 seed Princeton Tigers will be playing the number six seed, the Creighton Blue, Blue Jays. Blue Jays, correct. Yeah. Oh, the Creighton Blue Jays. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Creighton Blue Jays are the are the biggest favorite of the day. Of, of matter of fact, they're the biggest favorite of the Sweet Sixteen at ten and a half points. Um, and uh, you know, Princeton, do they have a chance? Well, don't forget about St. Peter's. I think they went to the. Uh, they, I think St. Peter's went to the lead eight, if I'm not mistaken, and got beat there. Uh, but they were the darlings in 2022. Um, Princeton's been playing some ball, though. Yes, they're they, the, they're the Tigers the, definitely have been playing some ball. But I mean, they've, they, you know, I think that that slipper, that Cinderella, it's got to, it's got to fall off and break it. That glass slipper has to fall off and break at some point. Interesting fact out of the South Region: Princeton's the only team left that has ever made a Final Four appearance. Huh? In 1961, I believe. That is interesting. Yeah, there you go. So. Um, now the Yahoo Sports, they're picking Creighton to cover the cover the ten points. Wow, um, 
you know, don't, Creighton is, according to Yahoo Sports now, Creighton is the type of team that can cover a big spread like that against a team like like Princeton. So uh, the first Miami-Houston Miami, Miami Houston game, they like Miami plus the points, plus seven and a half. In the Creighton game, they like Creighton minus the points, minus the ten and a half. And then the nightcap game is Xavier versus Texas. And, uh, Clayton, you know, you've said before, Texas is your, your team. Yeah, I think Texas goes to the finals. That, that, that's that's my pick. It, it'll be interesting, though. Well, you know, I mean, Texas and, – and I can see why. Because this month, Texas has beaten Kansas by 16 points and 20 points. Correct. Correct. They're playing good ball. I mean, you know, that's hard to – You got to remember – That's hard to argue against uh, them being – not being good enough to win this thing because – I mean, they beat a, a hell of a good Kansas team by 16 and by 20. I, I'll say it again. Well, and you got to remember, he may not be the head coach any longer, but Chris Beard built this team. Chris Beard took Texas Tech to the national championship. And, of course, he's at Ole Miss now. Yes, yeah. which is going to make the SEC even stronger in basketball. So You know, Ole Miss, uh, where, where coaches, coaches with no moral standard go to, go to coach. They're in Auburn. Right, Hugh Freeze and Hugh Freeze and Chris Beard. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, I, am I right or am I wrong? No, I mean, you, I mean yeah, I, you've got a you've got a, a woman beater coaching basketball at Ole Miss, and then you've got you've got a guy that uh, using university phone burner phones and stuff and, and university phones to call up escorts and hookers and. All type stuff, and then and then and th- then he wakes up and puts his suit on and goes down to a Liberty, and he goes goes to Liberty Christian University, <laughs> or or he goes or, or or Hugh Freeze goes and does some type of big uh, motivational uh, talk and tells people how to live their life or writes a book about how to live your life, and then that night he goes and uses his uses the university uh, cell phones to call in. Hookers and escorts, hey, everything else. He did. He did uh, produce the the legend that is Malik Willis. Well, there you go. That is true. That's right. And DJ Metcalf. Yeah. AJ yeah. Brown and Moncrief and AJ Brown. That's you know true. what I mean? That's true. But uh, anyway, the Xavier Texas, according to now, this is the, the article according to Yahoo Sports. Look for the Xavier Texas game to probably be the best game of the day. Is what Yahoo Sports is, and, it, and the reason the reason they say this is because Xavier is extremely efficient on offense. They they really, you know, they they're very deliberate, but you know they can put points on the board and they can stay, keep the game relatively close, even even against a team like Texas. Sean, so, Sean Miller is a heck of a coach. Absolutely. So don't underestimate Xavier. They are plus four and a half, and that's what Yahoo says here too: is take the four and a half points. Against Texas, take Miami plus the seven against Houston, and then lay the points by taking Creighton over Princeton. And the first game of the day is Alabama versus San Diego State, and that game tips off at five thirty. And you know, you just you kind of hold your breath. And I know Vol fans were in the same boat yesterday. You kind of hold your breath and just hope that your team doesn't stumble. You've seen them play up to uh, their potential this year, which Alabama has done n- numerous times. Very impressive. Uh, when, when their offense is clicking and uh, on all cylinders, it's just it's something fun to watch. 
Brandon Miller is is a very special player, and uh, they're going up against a team from the left coast, San Diego State, and their their big scorer, uh, Mr. Bradley, uh, and they are a terrific defensive team, and I like the under in that game. It's going to be interesting. Uh, this week, Nate Oates said that you know they have us uh, in the experience category, but you know just watching the film, I went back and watched the film uh, when they played FDU. Um, or, or I'm sorry, Furman. I just, if you stop Bradley, I think you're going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that, that, that's the key. I, I, I definitely stopping Bradley. And you all, if you guys watch the game this evening, you'll understand. If you haven't seen San Diego State play, uh, this Bradley guy kid is terrific. Uh, they go to him, they lean on him offensively, and they play great defense. So it's going to be a challenge, but Yahoo Sports handicapper likes San Diego State, Ooh. plus the seven and a half points. I hope he's wrong. Well, I do too. Whether that's good or bad, I don't know. That's or, surprising. So um, we'll see what happens. Um, as Alabama, the overall number one seed in this whole tournament, uh, looks to move into the Elite Eight after the 5.30 game against San Diego State tonight. And look for it to be a pro-Bama crowd, which surely will help. Yeah. Uh, well, it's right, It's just right up the road in Louisville. Right. I mean, Louisville's a three-hour drive from Nashville. So, And then the Alabama line is an hour and a half, two-hour drive from south of Nashville. So you, they'll get a lot of people up there. And Alabama always travels well, especially when they've got a good team. <laughs> no doubt. I mean, you know. And I saw a lot of Tennessee fans in the in the Big Apple last. Yeah, they night. were in New York. They were I showed a lot up. of orange. You got yeah. disappointed. Yeah, it's a long it's a long ride home from New York City back to Rocky Top. So, okay, this has been the uh, Front Porch Sports Half Hour <laughs> Radio Show. I'm Drake, joined by Big Lou, Clayton the Claw. You guys have a great night and a great weekend, and we'll talk to you Monday, four o'clock sharp.